Hey everyone, Miss Akimoto here with your next chapter of the Phantom Toll Booth. We are so close to the end now. We only have three chapters left, so we'll be reading for about another week because we split the chapters in half because they're long. Um, and things are really getting exciting now. Like We can definitely tell we are approaching the climax of our story because things are happening. So our friends are in the Mountains of Ignorance now and they have already encountered a few demons who are trying to stop them from getting to the castle in the air. And they've told all the other demons. So our chapter ended with all the demons in the land coming out and coming after Milo and Talk and the Humbug. So let's see what happens next. This is chapter 18, Castle in the Air. Higher and higher they climbed in search of the castle and the two banished princesses. From one crest to the next, from jagged rock to jagged rock, up frightful crumbling cliffs and along desperately narrow ledges where a single misstep meant only goodbye. An ominous silence dropped like a curtain around them and except for the scuffling of their frantic footsteps, there wasn't a sound. The world that Milo knew was a million thoughts away, and the demons, the demons were there in the distance. They're gaining, shouted the humbug, wishing he'd never looked back. But there it is, cried Milo at the same instant, for straight ahead, climbing up from atop the highest peak, was a spidery spiral stair, and at the other end stood the castle in the air. I see it! I see it! said the happy bug as they struggled up the twisting mountain trail. But what he didn't see was that, curled up right in front of the first step, was a little round man in a frock coat, sleeping peacefully on a very large and well-worn ledger. Um, A ledger is like a big book, but instead of it being something you read, it's what you write in to take notes. Usually you keep like things you've bought or sold or um, account information in a ledger. A long quill pen sat precariously behind his ear. There were ink stains all over his hands and face as well as his clothing, and he wore a pair of the thickest eyeglasses that Milo had ever seen. Be very careful whispered talk when they'd finally reached the top, and the humbug stepped gingerly around and started up the stairs. Names? The little man called out briskly just as as the startled bug reached the first step. He sat up quickly, pulled the book out from under him, and put on a green eyeshade and waited with his pen poised in the air. Well, I stammered the bug. Names? He cried again. And as he did, he opened the book to page 512 and began to write furiously. The quill made horrible scratching noises, and the point, which was continually catching in the paper, flicked tiny ink blots all over him. As they called out their names, he noted them carefully in alphabetical order. Splendid, 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 he muttered to himself. I haven't had an M in ages. What do you want our names for? asked Milo, looking anxiously over his shoulder. We're in a bit of a hurry. Oh, this won't take a minute, the man assured them. I'm the official census taker, and I must have something, some information before I can take your census. Now, 
if you'll just tell me when you were born, where you were born, why you were born, how old you are now, how old you were then, how old you'll be in a little while, your mother's name, your father's name, your aunt's name, your uncle's name, your cousin's name, where you live, how long you've lived there, the schools you've attended, the schools you haven't attended, your hobbies, your telephone number, your shoe size, your shirt size, collar size, hat size, and the names and addresses of six people who can verify all this information will get started. One at a time, please stand in line, no pushing, no talking, no peeking. The humbug who had difficulty remembering anything, went first. The little man leisurely recorded each answer in five different places, pausing often to polish his glasses, clear his throat, straighten his tie, and blow his nose. He managed also to cover the distressed bug from head to foot in ink. Next, he announced very officially. I do wish he'd hurry, said Milo, stepping forward. For in the distance, he could see the first of the demons already beginning to scale the mountain toward them, no more than a few minutes away. The little man wrote with painful deliberation, finally finished with both Milo and Hawk, and looked up happily. May we go now? asked the dog, whose sensitive nose had picked up a loathsome, loathsome evil smell that grew stronger every second. By all means, said the man agreeably, just as soon as you finish telling me your height, your weight, the number of books you read each year, the number of books you don't read each year, the amount of time you spend eating, playing, working, sleeping every day, where you go on vacations, how many ice cream cones you eat in a week, how far it is from your house to the barbershop, which is your favorite color. Then, after that, please fill out these forms and applications, three copies of each, and be careful, for if you make one mistake, we'll have to do them all over again. Oh dear, said Milo looking at the pile of papers. We'll never finish these. And even as he, as he spoke, demons swarmed stealthily up the mountain. Come, come, said the census taker, chuckling gaily to himself. I don't have all day. I'm expecting several more visitors any minute now. They set to work feverishly on the difficult forms, and when they'd finished, Milo placed them all in the little man's lap. He thanked them politely, took off his eyeshade, put the pen behind his ear, closed the book, and went back to sleep. The humbug took one horrified look back over his shoulder and quickly started up the stairs. Destination? shouted the census taker, sitting up again, putting on his eyeshade, taking the pen from behind his ear, and opening his book. Um, before we go on, the, he's called the census taker, S-E-N-S-E-S, taker and that senses like touch sight smell um taste your your five senses um but a lot of you know recently we took the um united states census c-e-n-u-s and that is when you um i think i just spelled census wrong there's another s in there anyway um that is when they take a record of everyone who lives in the country so you seeing the pun here? He's a census taker. Get it? Anyway. Anyway, moving on. But I thought, protested the astonished bug, destination, he repeated, making several notations in the ledger. The castle in the air, said Milo impatiently. Why bother? Said the census taker, pointing into the distance. I'm sure you'd rather see what I have to show you. As he spoke, they all looked up, but only Milo could see the gay and exciting circus there on the horizon. There were tents and sideshows and rides and even wild animals 
everything a little boy could spend hours watching. And wouldn't you enjoy a more pleasant aroma, he said, turning to talk. Almost immediately, the dog smelled a wonderful smell that no one but he could smell. It was made up of all the marvelous things that had ever delighted his curious nose. And here's something I know you'll enjoy hearing, he assured the humbug. The bug listened with rapt attention to something he alone could hear. The shouts and applause of an enormous crowd all cheering for him. They each stood as if in a trance, looking, smelling, and listening to the very special things that the census taker had provided for them, forgetting completely about where they were going and who, with evil intent, was coming up behind them. The census taker sat back with a satisfied smile on his puffy little face as the demons came closer and closer until less than a minute separated them from their helpless victims. But Milo was too engrossed in the circus to notice, and Talk had closed his eyes to better smell, and the bug bowing and waving stood with a look of sheer bliss on his face, interested only in the wild ovation. The little man had done his work well, and except for some ominous crawling noises just below the crest of the mountain, everything was again silent. Milo, who stood staring blankly into the distance, let his bag of gifts slip from his shoulder to the ground. And as he did, the package of sounds broke open, filling the air with peals of happy laughter which seemed so gay that first he, then talk, and finally the humbug joined in. And suddenly, the spell was broken. And we're going to stop there for today. Come back tomorrow to find out what happens next. Mm-hmm.